Welcome to the Inspiring You Show, where we shine a light on healing, whole health in our lives. We believe that in healing your story, you can transform your life. We are here to provide hope, tips, tools, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in this journey called life. I'm Henry, an intuitive empath, mindfulness meditation teacher, dowsing and Reiki master teacher, and energy healer. This, my friends, is a vibrational experience, a remembering of the truth of who we are. The content is light encoded to assist you on your journey if you wish to receive for your highest good. Welcome to the show, everyone. So today's topic, joy and happiness. Before we get to that, though, I do have an announcement to make. Many listeners have been asking for a way to support this podcast, and now there is one. The Inspiring You Show now has a way that lets you sign up for a monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. I really love being able to deliver energy healing meditations and content via the podcast. Yet, my friends, it does take up a lot of time to put it together. So in an effort to continue and be able to support people who may not have access to doing private energy healing sessions or time for one, I decided to offer an option for listeners to be able to support. So my friends, here's what you do. You can go to, here's the website, H-T-T-P-S colon backslash backslash anchor dot FM backslash inspiring dash you backslash support. That is the website or you can go to the show notes on however you listen to the podcast and just scroll down and you should see the link. And if you're on Anchor, you can go to the dashboard of the podcast site and there is a money symbol that says support. You can click on that. However you do it, you'll then be directed to how you would like to support. And there are contribution levels, 99 cents, 4.99 or 9.99 per month. So if you'd like to support the Inspiring You Show, please sign up today. So appreciate this and My friends, we are all a community. We are all a village to support one another. And thank you in advance for your support. And thank you so much for being part of this community. So appreciate every single one of you. Much love, light, Reiki blessings. Okay, my friends. So thank you. Thank you so much. So appreciate the in advance, any support. And if you are a follower and a listener, and you enjoy the content, I also just would love to hear from you. So please feel free to reach out. You can reach me via social media at inspiringyou.co, or you can always reach me on my website as well. Would love to hear how the content has been supporting you and any kind of um, other inspiring stories, or anything you'd like to share. Love to hear from you. Okay, so let's get into the joy and happiness talk. Before we do anything, let us take a moment. Wherever you are, I want you to find a meditation position. I want you to, I invite you to either sit, stand, lay down, Whatever is most comfortable for you, I invite you to lower, close your eyes, lower your gaze. 
If it's more comfortable for you to have your eyes open, that's okay. And then take three deep breaths. Breathing in, life force energy. Breathing out, that no longer supports you. Breathing in, life force energy. Breathing out, what no longer supports you. Breathing in, life force energy. Breathing out, what no longer supports you. And now, I invite you to put your hand on your heart. Really feeling the connection with your hand and your heart. Really feeling that connection. And continue having your hand on your heart as I read these words to you that mindfulness meditation teacher Thich Nhat Hanh said. Happiness is a practice. Happiness is a practice. We should distinguish between happiness and excitement and even joy. Many people in the West, especially North America, think of excitement as happiness they are thinking of something or expecting something that they consider to be happiness. And for them, that is already happiness. But when you are excited, you are not really peaceful. True happiness should be based on peace. And in true happiness, there is no longer any excitement. So let this quote be really taken into your heart space. These words, let them be taken into your heart space and perhaps you feel a sense of peace and joy in hearing the words by Thich Nhat Hanh. Now, think of a time in the past week where you may have felt this sense of joy and peace. If you can recall or feel this, then connect into gratitude for the experience. And then shift into the understanding in this present moment that you can perhaps feel joy in peace. So think of a time in the past week where you may have felt this sense of joy in peace. And if you can recall or feel this, then connect into gratitude for the experience of having that joy in peace. Then shift into the understanding in this present moment that you can perhaps feel joy in peace.
Okay, my friends, you can either open your eyes now or you can continue having them close. As we move through the rest of the talk, you can also release your hand from your heart if you wish to. Or you can keep it there, whatever works for you. So, my friends, joy is good medicine. Since ancient times, joy has been recognized as a powerful medicine. For instance, in ancient Greece, hospitals were built near amphitheaters so patients could easily attend comedies prescribed to promote healing. One of the most well-known cases of joy as good medicine occurred when the writer and peace activist Norman Cousins in 1964 was diagnosed with a life-threatening illness. While researching his disease, Cousins learned that negative emotions are detrimental to health and healing. He then correctly hypothesized that positive emotions could improve his health, and he began reading humus, humorous stories and watching funny movies. So he began reading all these humorous stories and watching funny movies, essentially laughing his way back to wellness. In 1989, validating Cousins' case, the Journal of the American Medical Association published a pioneering article on laughter therapy as a treatment for improving the quality of life of chronically ill patients. Research shows that regularly experiencing joy, whether in the form of laughter or of activities that promote happiness and well-being, can produce healthy changes throughout your body. My friends, joy can strengthen your immune system, boost your energy, diminish your perception of pain, anxiety, and depression, protect you from the damaging effects of stress, increase your ability to sleep restfully through the night, and more. And the best thing is, is that you can access feelings of joy at any time through meditation or any time. It's all about understanding that you are light in physical form and that you are your own healer. You are your own self-healer in terms of shifting yourself from low vibration, lower vibrational frequencies to higher vibrational frequencies. So good news, my friends, which is also good news for me, since many of you know that I do love watching Hallmark movies and they bring me a lot of joy, especially when the Christmas movies are on, the holiday movies are on, and July is coming up. So they have Christmas in July, which is so exciting for me, which brings joy. And also I can discern between excitement and joy. They are different vibrational frequencies, much like Thich Nhat Hanh was talking about. Because in 
in terms of excitement, it's more anticipation. But when I'm really in the essence of joy, I do really feel heart happiness and a real sense of peace and contentment. So joy is a capacity we all have that really in our practice can support us to practice this because then we can really support our human in the development of it. It is a primary component of psychological well-being, encompassing moments of appreciation, enduring contentment, and a sense of gratitude. And mindfulness involves several attitudes of mind that are pivotal to the transformation and liberation of the mind, befriending, compassion, joy, and equanimity. These qualities are seen as the foundation of all of our development as we embark in the path of mindfulness practice. They are seen as being potentialities and capacities of every human mind that can be cultivated, trained, and naturalized in the same way that attention can be trained and developed. So in the face of great distress, though befriending compassion and joy and equanimity may disappear just when you just when you just when they are most needed which is why today we're looking at how to cultivate joy and happiness in the mindfulness practice to support us through no matter what is happening so joy is an intrinsic attitude of mind that includes gladness of the heart soft heartedness and soft heartedness i really mean that in the beneficial way because soft heartedness really is when you're in your heart and you're in your real empowerment, that actually means that it is actually really positive and it's a strength because your heart is more opened. And when your heart's more opened, you are actually stronger because you're empowered and you're really able to connect to your higher self soul and your spirit guide team for highest good because you're connecting it through the heart, not through the monkey mind, my friends. So, Joy is an intrinsic attitude of the mind that includes gladness of the heart, that heart happiness, tenderness that supports a capacity for appreciation, contentment, and gratitude. Just as our hearts can tremble in the face of suffering, your heart can also tremble in the face of happiness and beauty. Its effective tone is gladness, aliveness, and vitality and vibrancy. It is associated with a range of emotions, including contentment, wonder, radiant, pride, gratitude, delight, joy, heart happiness, and empathy is a cent- empathy is as central to the cultivation as joy as it is to compassion. So empathy is as central to the cultivation of joy as it is to compassion. And when we encounter And when we encounter these pleasant states, empathy can really blossom into appreciative joy, contentment, and gratitude. There are, though, in terms of, in mindfulness, what they would call near enemies of joy. The near enemies of joy are sentimentality and exuberance we may be carried away by the idea of joy 
rather than being truly alive to it in any given moment. Which goes to the point what Thich Nhat Hanh was talking about in terms of excitement, where we might be really excited by something as to pose, and then we're carried away by the idea of it as opposed to really being truly alive to it in a given moment. So for example, we may denote days of the year for celebration, which again, as I mentioned before, I do love Christmas. I love the holidays. And so it is possible to get caught up in a pretense of gaiety of excitement, of celebration, rather than being open to joy whenever it arises. So some people may like, oh, I'm so excited for the holidays. I can't wait for Christmas. But then, um, or whatever holiday you're celebrating, Thanksgiving, could be Hanukkah, whatever holiday. And then the holiday is here and then there's a letdown effect where the person's not able to actually enjoy it and there's some disappointment because they were in, in anticipation of it. But then when the day comes, there's no openness in the heart to be able to enjoy it. So then that's where we're getting caught up in the pretense of a ga the gaiety of it rather than being open in the heart to joy whenever it arises. Joy can help us though befriend difficulties and joy can actually help us befriend difficulties and meet suffering with equanimity and compassion. We have a capacity for joy and a capacity to find joy in others' happiness and success. Indeed, in terms of like mindfulness teachings the empathetic, altruistic dimensions of joy are empathized, connecting to the conditions really of that authentic connection and harmony. So finding joy in others' happiness really can be an antidote to resentment, lessening our own sense of inadequacy and tempering our tendency toward envy. A friend of mine recently decided that when he was listening to someone talk about their life, if he felt any kind of twinge of envy, he decided that he would say out loud, I love that for you. So he decided, say if his friend was telling him how they were about to go on you know, a month-long vacation and my friend felt a little bit envious that, gosh, his friend's going on this great vacation. Oh, I wish I was. Man, must be nice for him. Instead of going into that aspect of, you know, envy or bitterness, like, oh, that must be nice that he gets to do that. My friend decided to really have like this amazing like mind shift that he would say out loud, and acknowledge and say to his friend, I love that for you. And my friend noticed that when he did this, he shifted into feeling happy for his friend 
and he noticed that he actually felt better. I saw that story on social media and I just felt such heart happiness and joy. And I also was like, that is so amazing in terms of the insight, the tool, the mindfulness on it. And I did ask my friend if I could share this and he said, yes. And so I, through my friend, I give this to you, everyone, that if you are out and about and you are listening to others talking about all these amazing things they're doing in their life. And if you feel any kind of envy or jealousy, I going to ask you to try this on. Try saying out loud as soon as you feel that little envy. Say, shift from being in your head, go into your heart and from your heart space. Feel these words as you say them out loud from your heart. I love that for you. And see what happens. Be open to it. Open to the possibility. So the far enemy of joy is resentment. And there's not, it's not right, wrong, good or bad. I know sometimes when we say some words like, ooh, resentment, like, ooh, it's not right, wrong, good or bad. We're living this human experience, my friends. We've all experienced all these different emotions in various ways. It's part of the humaning. So, which there's joy in that, right? So the far enemy of joy is resentment where we also may not even realize or be conscious that we may be taking some sort of pleasure in someone else's failure. Finding joy in others' happiness is really an antidote to resentment and also lessening our own sense of inadequacy and tempering our own tendency toward envy. When we free our minds and our hearts from envy, resentment, from continual judgment, and from coveting what our neighbor has or what somebody has on social media, we can really appreciate our own and others' well-being. Okay, so as you know, I'm all about the practice. How do you cultivate and practice joy? Joy is an energy and it is a higher vibrational energy. Joy though, like attention, befriending and compassion is also an intention, cultivation, and a practice. Often neglected, joy is both a capacity we all have and a capacity that can be trained and developed. It is a primary component of a psychological well-being, encompassing moments of appreciation, enduring contentment, and a sense of confidence and gratitude. It is an attitude of the mind that can be cultivated through mindfulness practice and through how we live our lives. And through energy healing, you can clear non-beneficial energies like you know any non-beneficial energy um, 
or non-beneficial aspect of like envy or resentment. And then once you clear something, you can call something in. So then you can call in joy, happiness, gratitude to fill in that space where maybe those feelings of envy were. So anytime you're clearing, what are you calling in for your highest good? Sometimes though, I will say you might have to do some investigation work because um, there might be some patterns or programs there. So just be open to the process and also be curious, like be curious of like where, what's happening right now and where did this come from? And know that you always are an empowered being to be able to shift from a lower vibrational frequency to a higher. You can do it, my friends. So it is an attitude of the mind that can really be cultivated. And it is really a practice. When we intentionally cultivate joy, we discover that it can be the home where we reside. We come home to joy. So we withdraw from the tendency to orient ourselves to insufficiency that may be driving elaborate judgment of distress and suffering. We release from that. We clear from that. We let go of those patterns and programs. And then we call in the ability to be in joy and heart happiness which then can shift the dynamic of our experiences. Okay, let's just break it down to simple. It, only, it takes only a small step of mindful wholeheartedness to really even start cultivating and practicing joy. You can do this through enjoying a piece of music or going out for a walk. And if it's at nighttime, Notice the stars in the sky or maybe, maybe you're walking and it's during the day. Notice the birds singing or maybe how the sun is glistening on the trees or maybe through the people you have around you that you love around you. It could also be through a really amazing meal or also, maybe maybe in terms of your physical body right now, you're just feeling really good. So let yourself feel in joy that you feel really good. There's many ways in terms of connecting in and feeling this joy. And you can take it through small steps. And these are moments, these moments are available all the time. Like for me, if I put on the TV and I put on a Hallmark movie and it's a Christmas movie, first of all, Hallmark already, my heart feels happy. I'm in joy. But if it's Hallmark and a Christmas movie, oh God, my friends, I am in like, it's like double joy for me. I feel like I've won the lottery. Like I just am so heart happy, especially when it's like unexpected those unexpected moments. Um, or when I'm, if I go walk down to the beach, I put my feet in, I'm walking along the water and feeling the waves gently come in. I, it makes me feel really heart happy and enjoy that 
I feel grounded as I walk along the beach. And I also feel in such gratitude to the spaciousness of the ocean. Also, through my dog, I have a lot of joy. And sometimes she'll just pick up a toy and start playing. And I just marvel at her joy that she has so much fun playing. So those are just small things. And so these moments are available all the time. And they offer a glimpse of more enduring contentment. And also these steps really take us out of automatic pilot and reactivity. Appreciation develops the capacity for responsiveness. Appreciation involves a certain innocence of perception in which we override our tendencies or we release our tendencies or patterns or programs or habits to judge or to rely on the automatic familiar ways of seeing the world. For example, you know, one of my clients described how she would sometimes um, sit with her child and until her child fell asleep and it just really would bring such joy to seeing her child look so peaceful when her child was sleeping. Like that's, that's a great example of um, the simplicity of the moment and the practice. So just appreciation can involve that certain innocence of perception. And then with that, then we can really clear and release on relying on any kind of automatic, you know, ways of doing to allow ourselves to be really in the present. Because remember, the body's always present. It's the mind that may not be present. The mind might be in, in the past or in the future. And that's where the practice of mindfulness can really support you in harnessing it to be in the present. Okay, so... Every sensation, emotion, and cognition, whether positive or negative, is really a half of a whole. This is true for joy, too. When you welcome joy into your life, its opposite may come forward in the form of a negative feeling. For example, when you try to experience joy in the face of maybe um, perhaps in terms of a relationship breakup or if there is an illness or an accident, you can end up maybe with unresolved feelings like sadness, grief, and shame. So when you try to experience joy in the face of a breakup in a relationship or an illness or an accident, you may end up with unresolved feelings like sadness, grief, and shame. Instead of falling into despair, you can use the exercise that we're about to do, which is called welcoming the opposite of joy, which allows you to invite these feelings in as messengers that help you experience healing and resolution. Because really, that's what it's all about, healing resolution. So let's practice, my friends. Okay, let's have you get into a meditation position either 
sitting down, lying down, whatever works for you. And then I invite you to close, lower, close your eyes, lower your gaze. You can keep your eyes open if you wish. And then when you're ready, welcome the environment and sounds around you. The touch of air on your skin. Sensations where your body touches the surface that's supporting it. Your body breathing and sensations present throughout your body. Now locate a feeling of joy in your body. This could be a feeling of connection, well-being, peace, happiness, or any sensation that feels like joy to you. If it's helpful, bring to mind a memory of a person, animal, place, or object that evokes joy. And notice where and how you experience that joy in your body. Perhaps it's a warm feeling in your heart or a glow in your belly. Welcome and allow the feeling of joy to grow and spread throughout your body. Now, pair your joy with an opposite stressful sensation, emotion, or cognition, or with a particular stressor in your life. Feel how this stressful thought, 
emotion, or situation affects your body and mind. And now, alternate between experiencing the feeling of joy and the stressor. Go back and forth. First, feeling joy in your body. Then, the stressor. Go back and forth. First, feeling joy in your body, then the stressor. Now, feel both at the same time. Feel the joy and the stressor at the same time. Let joy spread throughout your body even as you feel the stressor. So feel both at the same time. Feel the joy and the stressor at the same time. And then let joy spread throughout your body, even as you feel the stressor. And when it feels right, release, let go, relinquish the stressor and let yourself just feel the joy radiating throughout your body and rest here for as long as you feel comfortable. And when you're ready, you can, if you had your eyes closed, you can open your eyes, bringing awareness behind your eyes, feeling into that joy to allow it to accompany into the rest of your day.
So my friends, try that mindfulness practice next time you're experiencing a negative sensation, emotion, thought, or life event, or even during a thought or experience that is overall positive, yet may not necessarily evoke joy. Like maybe, maybe you walk into your coffee shop and usually there's a line, but there's no line. So it's feeling overall positive, but maybe it doesn't necessarily evoke joy. So let yourself be in that joyful experience, that gratitude, that appreciation. And you'll be surprised by how this simple like mindfulness exercise can really have a life-changing effect in terms of your life. And also when you layer in the modalities of Reiki energy healing or energy healing into it, you can clear the dense energies even faster to bring the light in, which means it shifts you to a higher vibrational frequency quicker, shifting you to that joy. And it begins to allow to be more of a, um, uh, the energy is more present in your life in a daily way. So that is it for now, my friends. Much love, light, and Reiki blessings. I would love to hear from you. Please feel free to reach out. You can find me on social media at inspiringyou.co. Please feel free to reach out. And as always, my friends, take care of yourself. Thank you so much.